hello. My name is Sharara Clark. You're listening to a Reno, Nevada local D&D show. We sit around and we play Dungeons and Dragons and we focus on the storytelling and collaborative aspects of it, which involve all sorts of crazy things. You've got monsters and magic and tricks and disguises. Anything could come your way in all honesty. But the magic really is about how it brings people together. It's about what you talk about, what you want to tell your friends the next day, and ultimately the story you're creating. So I encourage you to sit back, relax, and join us at the table. Yeah, you eventually come by, um, you take care of business all the while. Uh, eventually the person on the ship will come up to you, they'll actually ask to board your ship, and they'll say, oh, thank you so much for saving my boy. And you see the boy is a little ragged and their hair is dripping still, but they have a towel, what looks to be a cloth towel around them. They're shivering from the cold and they look up to you and he looks at you and says, well, what do you say to your heroes, my boy? Uh, thank you. And you see them kind of walk back a little bit behind their dad. Uh, and he says, oh, I hate to think that we hit one of those damn schools. Um, we usually do a better job here. And he actually looks at you. Usually the Selkies tell us a pretty good job of uh, which schools to not go for. I'm surprised to see another one of your kind over here. Um, he says, uh, please, please, um, I know it's a little early right now, but I'd love to at least show you thanks. Um, maybe some breakfast on, with the boys? Yeah. And you hear, and the lady in the back oh. as well. I, I can never pay her back. I don't have much, but my boy's the world to me. Oh. Uh, excuse me. Gerard Lapsley. That's very sweet. Hello. Um, my boy's Matham. Matham, come on. You see him turning around, and Matham kind of peeks out and goes back there a little bit. Oh, oh that's cute. I take it you're not from the Salt Marsh. <coughs> no. No, we're not. Um, I want to get down on like my knee and try and be comforting to the boy. Okay. The boy is a little bit like it's easy to tell where they're at because mm -hmm. behind their dad's stocky legs like a tree. You can see the claw <laughs> kind of behind that. Uh -huh. And when you do that you see them peeking through the folds of the clothes with one eye. <laughs> this good. kid probably is about eight years old. Okay. okay. What do you do? Uh well, Matham, how are you how are you feeling? A little scared. <laughs> oh, that's so cute! <laughs> oh. oh no! Well, oh. do you. Is anything hurting? I'm hungry. You're hungry? Okay. Well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, I think. Backpack. Are, are you hungry too? <laughs> Backpack's hungry too. Oh. So you, your father mentioned breakfast. Would you mind taking us to um, see your house? We don't have a house. No? Where do you guys eat breakfast? We camp outside. Oh. Oh, that's fun. You hear No, that's not so fun at all. Oh my god. Munkabar, that's fun. Please be near him. Yes, you are. Just elbow him right in the ribs. No, that's not fun. Ow! <laughs> he starts doing the field position. Oh my god. Okay, my strength him. is minus one. I think he's fine. And he's going, oh. I'll pick him over. by the scruff. It's over. Feet. That was good. But yeah, um, this kid is shy, but they'll uh, look at you a little bit. Uh -huh. But the more you talk, the more they'll open up. Yeah. And he'll start telling you that, yeah, he'll take you to the town market. They have the best fried fish there. Cool. 
And they also have the best snail on a stick. <gasps> Delicious. Snail on a stick. <laughs> he just looks up <laughs> slowly. Uh, they're just they're snails. Oh my god! Does it have flails? Does it have? I don't know. Does it? No. <laughs> oh. No. They're tiny snails. See? Are you willing to eat tiny snails with no flails? There's all this fish. <laughs> I wouldn't eat those. Yeah, there's skeletons. I'm sure there's other fish. Okay. <laughs> I meant that fish. And I was like, uh. Sounds good. Let's keep going a little bit. Um, but yeah, um, he'll say, follow us on the dock. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he'll get back onto his ship. And Munko will say, Captain, lead us in. Slow and steady. A little bit forward center. And a little motion to the ocean. If you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to set this little ship to dock. We're going to put her right. We're gonna put it in the right hole. Oh. We're gonna make sure. We're we'll just like, Zug, you got it? Zug. <laughs> 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 Again. Um, yeah, eventually you guys hear the sound of so much life. It is bizarre. It is absolutely bizarre. It has been five years since you heard the hurly burly of town life. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the hurly burly. I love it. <laughs> it has been five years since you heard so much life. You hear fishmonger saying, Fish of the day! Fish of the day! It's today and I've got the fish for it! Come on! You hear that? Coming around, you hear the sound of guards doing practices and drills. You hear the sound of kids playing with a can. Uh, like the one can. The one can. Um, you, hear, you hear the sound of people milling about with carts and oxen and all sorts of bushel coming in from the province. You have landed in the salt marsh and the last thing you see off on the dock um every dock is a little bit decrepit save for the one with a big old emblazoned m in cursive and what looks to be a silver tin mix on the dock and flares that seem to be with little candles floating on and you hear mook oh that's mine that's our that's daddy's that's daddy's pier that's the one you want that's the one you want <laughs> and on the dock you see a silver-haired individual staring out into your direction with a sort of uh, uh, resting a little bit on a cane as well their eyes their face is a little bit aquiline with a sharp contours and a sort of dignity about them and they look a little bit like this before we'll take a break <laughs> they are wearing resplendent gold with a button as well, and they look to have a in fish regal bearing oh, about them. Right. So he's, oh, yeah. he stands out. Yeah, yes, you see an elf with white flaxen hair, and they appear to have a smile uh, about them, and you see him waving towards you all. And with that, you hear, My boy Mooncobalt, it is good to see you. And you go, Daddykins! Oh, uh, God. And we will take a quick fiber. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Oh, no. You hear, my boy. <laughs> I am glad to see you. Please, 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 Doc. And after some moments, the new Queen's Gambit docks onto the ship. And with a sl- loud thud, you hear the side port lamp thing, ramp thing go down onto the dock. Thank you. Thank you. The ramp thing slide down, slam down, and you hear Mukavort skip. Towards the individual's oh, hug. And then he goes, My boy. 
Oh, oh, oh. oh no! <laughs> That's where he gets it. <laughs> um, and I see you have brought friends. Hello. Um, eventually you make your way down, and you see this person who smells very good. They smell like, what would be the equivalent? Cherry? Sure. Um, like a medicinal cherry? No, like a soda cherry. Oh, okay. Like a soda cherry. Oh. <laughs> and um, the sound of, and the smell of pine cones as well. Sound and smell. The sound and smell. <laughs> every time they move, every time they move the fold of, folds of their clothes, you hear a crack and a snap. And I swear to and God, a pop. no, thank you. <laughs> I would love to, but you can change your opinion. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, um, Aslingus Mungabol. Hello. Who are you? That's in character. I'm Abaddon. Nice to meet you, Abaddon. Welcome to the Salt Marsh. Thank you. I see that my dear old son has picked up stoics. This is not the first time. I expected you to pick up some selfies this time around. Oh, we have one of those. Oh, is that right? Yeah, we have two of those. (laughs) Wait, what? Two? What do you... Actually, I'm all. (laughs) <laughs> it's like he's never played D&D before. No, Iron's <laughs> blunt. He's clueless. <laughs> well, no, we, we do have a second Chelsea. We got her um, cousin. cousin. Uh-huh. I know. walking around with a line cloth. Nice. But as he looks... Ah, I see. And how do you do? You hear him speaking in a perfect impeccable Auckland. Oh. Um. I'm, I'm glad to meet you. Aslingus. Oh. Aslingus. I'm Sayla. Sayla. And you are Lyrian. My friend! And totally not into it. Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) That is something we have to respect, my dear boy. Oh my gosh! At least he's taught him (laughs) no means no. I don't know how I feel. (laughs) Charmed. I do sure hope that we can get to know each other. Sailor here, reporting to you live from the kitchens in our home base at Rook and Cranny Rock. We're cooking up some juicy stuff here on Reno, Nevada's very own D&D community radio show, KWNKLP 97.7 FM. I'm thinking driftwood smoked salmon with hints of rosemary and a citrus reduction. Okay, sorry. Back to the action with plus 775 to hit. <laughs> Looking at those two. Oh. <laughs> this is tough. I am listening to its thoughts. <laughs> Wait one second. Are you back to being his hat? No. Damn. I'm a blob right now. Ah, that's a shame. Right. I made a point of never asking you about your adventures, uh, Dionysius, and you make a point of never asking me for my adventures, so we'll keep it at that. <laughs> I see that the ship has been scuffed a little bit. It's a little oh. dirty, and there's a whole lot of sand. Like, right now, the ramp oh. is still filling up with sand and uh. going into the dock. Sorry. <laughs> right. Uh, right. I believe you're not going to be taking this out for any more joyrides. No, Dad, I'm tired. I'm going back to the mansion. <laughs> oh my gosh. And he looks around to you. Uh, he goes, it's been cool hanging out, my dudes. Yeah. <laughs> and you're Backpack, you don't need to learn that. Right. Yeah, Unlearn no, it's okay. it now. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of other good stuff to learn. At that point, yeah, it's okay. 
the other group of fishermen will actually pop up behind them and say, Oh, Master Moon Kovoa, and you just met them. They helped out my dear old boy, Matham. And you hear, Oh, Matham, good to see you. And you see him uh, kind of pat his head a little bit. And he's, Oh, you're already making waves here. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a joke. And, and you hear uh, Dionysius is just laughing his butt off. Um, I'm patting him. He's Stop. so funny, Dad. Stop. Um, but... Get over the daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot to introduce you. Um, this is my daddy. <laughs> he owns a ship dealership. And you see him kind of taking it a little bit. He's a little proud of his son for talking, but he doesn't interrupt him. And he'll just kind of smile and nod um, as he's talking. Appreciate uh, this, man. Eventually, uh, they'll say, Welcome to the town. I uh, sure hope you can stop by their home sometime. They live. Near the uh, near the outskirts of town, uh, it's called the Munkovort Mansion. Um, it's a little yeah. He'll explain to you that it's a little humble, nothing so fancy. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he'll have an invitation there. At that point in time, the fisher folk will say, "Oh, I, I hope you're not a little too tired, but uh, still good for breakfast." Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. sounds good. Uh, as you guys are all walking, only perception. How's that tea tree ah. very much? Amazingly. Cool. I'm 21. Megan made it that one. No, I just put in the. Oh, I guess so. Megan made it. She chose it. Okay. I boiled the water. 15. That's what he did. I boiled that water. Well, thank yeah. you both. Perception. 15. 21. Brilliant. Brilliant. You're still getting a little weird. Yeah. yeah. It's weird Do you not have anything mind. to add? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's life. Sounds good. Everyone, as you're walking around, it is a din of activity here. Like I said, people um, yelling, haggling, people pulling stuff, pushing stuff, going through things, under things, over things, on land. It is different to see prepositions in action on land, right? Prepositions? Yeah. You're so used to seeing people go around things, through things, over things, in things, in the water. Now people are doing that in land, on dry ground. Weird. Weird. Solid impact. Ah. Every time you're rolling around, your amorphous blob is picking up dirt, gravel, all manner of random stuff. Breaking granny is like that. But it's mostly rock. That's true. Yeah. yeah. You're picking up what you think to be glass. You're picking up Hmm. copper. You're picking up the occasional piece of paper that says down with the government. <laughs> Do you pick up any gold? Oh, he picks up copper. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. You'll see um, on the piece of paper he's passing you, local election yeah. for new council. Yeah. Uh, candidates. <laughs> down. Down. <laughs> he's saying down. Yes. Good job. Yes. That is down. Good uh, job. See, um, <laughs> little scratchy scratch. You'll see these sort of anarchist symbols, like symbols on it, like crossing the heads of the counselors. You hear, see on the first uh, bracket, Etta Owland, a wizened old woman with a sort of leather skin about her. Um, she has a fierce calmness about it. Fierce calmness in the sense that this person could break from calm to a fury, a tranquil fury in a second, just looking at their picture. Well, let me show you the picture, actually. Let's see. Thing here to see. It's funny that you did that. But I shouldn't be surprised either. Actually, I shouldn't be surprised anymore. <laughs> you said no to me today. I did, didn't I? 
I guess I'm a bad person. <laughs> uh, you see, this is the picture for one Etta Allen. They are holding a spear with what looks to be a lizard uh, fixed to the wall, like a mounted lizard head on the wall. They have a look about them of uh, confidence. Okay. The second name that you see is Gellin Primewater. This. It looks to be a youngish man with black hair. It looks like they just woke up from bed and they have that easy, effortless look of not having to do much to look good. I like him. Right? A sort of smug look about him. Um, <laughs> as if they're leaning into the portrait. Oh my god. No. That's amazing. Right. This guy looks like a Saved by the Bell character, except for black <laughs> hair. Maybe Zap Powers with black hair and an edgy, sort of 1980s look about him. <laughs> Alright? And the last one it says is crossed out with an ex- with a question mark, grayed out with a silhouette. And it says they're all liars. They're all under the influence of a Bundelin. We need an independent salt marsh. Hmm. That, that's what you pushed up to your face. Mm. Kind of okay. Alright? I'm going to pocket it. With your perceptions, you are all walking through the market right now. You see three items. The first one is this. You see two individuals walking around. One is a bit younger, wearing blue around them, silk. A rare, rare, rare item to find for clothes. And they are gingerly looking and pointing through all the items, the trinkets, the curios. Oh, look at that. Oh, ooh, that looks really cool too. And they're just bumping from stall to stall, just picking things up. And behind them, youngish, probably about 14 years old of age, behind them is this creature with a sharp, angular look about them. We know who that looks like. We had a dream about him. Very stiff, angular movements. Um, Kind of just watching the kiddo and following them every step in a staccato sort of quality. Every time you're looking at them with your perceptions, they look like they're moving, but you blink and they appear to have just popped in a few centimeters off. It's like a really bad cartoon almost. Mm. Uh, mm. Like flipping the books to a cartoon page. Oh, yeah. They seem to have skipped three. Like stop animation? Yeah, it's like they skipped three pages mm. every time you're looking at them. And the third item that you see as you are looking is you see two individuals kind of sitting on a mat in the ground, and they have what look to be tin cans, kind of just doing this, with a pathetic sort of look about them. Everyone else notice they have the same sort of grayish sort of quality and the plumpness of a certain person in your team. What? They look a little bit like they have the same hair color, the same bearing as... Sailor in their human form. Is it a female or a male? It's a male, and next to them is a sickly looking individual. Let's see here. A sickly looking individual here, um, as well mm. with a tin can, and they appear. she appears to be coughing. <coughs> and her head is rested against the male's mm. head. Oh, let me describe it for the listeners. Um, they look to be humanoid, uh, blonde for the female, a light, light blonde, sickly, uh, soft face about them with a caring maternal look about them. And the man looks like they're weary and torn and very hungry. Okay. So I'm going to roll up to them. 
And I'm going to look in their mugs because it looks like they're offering me a drink. So I'm going to look in the mugs. As you look into them, they look uh, a bit sh- shaken. Uh, but you're looking into the mug and it appears to be a few coins. That doesn't make any sense. Two copper. I pull out my Sahagween sweet and I pour it into the cups. They must be wanting a drink. Uh, as soon as you smell it, you percolating through the air and they look at you and go, please, we don't want any trouble. And roll me a knowledge history. So you didn't notice the first time around. All right, now, just like we practiced, numbers today, okay? Ready? Thank you for listening to Reno's KWNK 97. 97. 0.7. Oh, come on. You got it. One more time. Seven. Good work. <laughs> you will take on the ship, I'm assuming, right? It's kind of challenging. Hmm? Like uh, Munko, or no, Munko, Zug. Zug, um, Zug, um, Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. Forge Farmer. Forge Farmer. Yes, Forge Farmer's with me. Koki went with, uh, yeah, Koki. And you'll hear Esling just say, well done, Koki. I don't want to know what happened, but you did your job. <laughs> <laughs> He's still alive. You know. did your job. That's all about. And you see him produce a sizable sack of, like, coins. And deposit it in Koki's oh. hand. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yes. 19. You hear your mom and your dad. Yeah. Busy, even in the market, even in the busy bustle of the market, you hear your mom and dad. So I pour out, I take out my jug. I obviously don't understand this because I'm not looking at Shayla right now. So you see me. With your mom and your dad, because I'm sure I never, I'm not far out of your sight. And I'm starting to try and pour the wine into their, uh, the, the alcohol into their cups. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Pearson, please. Oh, we can't deal with this right now. And you see them kind of, not so much of that, but you. <laughs> uh huh. I'm confused. I'm gonna run up and, like, grab <laughs> backpack and, like, kind of. <laughs> Trying to appease him. Please, we don't him. want any trouble. And you see them like all like they're all looking at you at once. Kiddo, is that you? And this is the male talking. Sayla? Sayla, is that you? Dad. And with that, you see a big old tear just start forming in his eyes. Oh my sweet pea. Oh. Oh, my sweet anchovy. Oh. <laughs> he leaves forth and hugs me. So oh, I'm being held by her, so I get squished between the two. Oh, yes. You Roll me do. A <laughs> <laughs> that is a seven. Five points of uh, squishing the damage yeah. as you find yourself, and you feel so much tears flowing onto your clothes. You see the other or you see the woman to the side coughing <laughs> and reaching out for you as well. Oh I'm gonna I'm gonna grab her hand. As you do so her hand is cool, cold to the touch. Mm. And she reflexively matches your grip as well as you uh tighten. Oh my god. It, Sweet actually. <coughs> oh my god. 
I haven't seen you in so long. Where have you been? I... What are you talking about? You died. Kiddo, we've been spending our whole fortune looking for you. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Backpack is killing me. Backpack is killing everybody. Four points of damage. Oh my god, can I run over okay, and gonna, I'm gonna, him out? Yeah, I'm gonna let him... I'm gonna let him go. So he's not squished anymore. So, I lie on the ground, uh, I look up. Oh. Grandpa! Oh. <laughs> oh. You see him push you to the side a little bit? Um, you see your mom take you by the hand, uh, the face, and her, like, her hands... Remember how soft they were growing up, mm. and how they would hold you when you were a little sick. But you can see that their hands have gotten much weaker over the years, mm. and a sort of just uh, atrophy about them, mm. where they don't look quite as vigorous or healthy as before. Like less color to them, mm-hmm. even being gray, a little gray, even less color. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah, they look at you, Kimberly Reed. We've been looking for you for five years. We had your men, our family look for you, and we spent a lot of, we spent all our family heirlooms trading them in so that we can hire people to look for you. And you'll hear him actually, you'll see him spit on the ground as he says that. These dry dwellers with a big show of taking your gold and not coming back with anything. Mm. You must have charted it off. Ten ships to find you. Have you been here this whole time? We decided that maybe if luck would have it, we could have ships canvas the entire open ocean for you. Oh. We can't really do much with the coin. There's only twenty of us. They're all around here, actually. One of your cousins are not looking for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's here. <laughs> and your uncle's are here. Uncle Finley. Uncle Finley! Mm-hmm. I'll show you out in the gym. Yeah. Gilman's is done right by us. He hired us. And for trading all of our family members. Oh. I guess I'm just confused because I thought I lost you guys that day. Like, everybody. How did you survive? It was a mess. We were lucky enough to find Uncle Finley taking care of me when I live too. He doesn't talk much about it, and I wouldn't ask him about it. He still seems shook up, shook up in the way. Mm. But he nursed us back up, and we slowly found more of the pack as we were traveling through the waters. Mm-hmm. But we couldn't find you anymore. We couldn't find you, Pop. It's true. <laughs> oh, so sad. Chad, is it safe to say that we are all nearby, or and or? Um, you know about the market, but how do you hold on to this? How do everyone do their perceptions? Uh, sixteen. Twenty-one. Nice. Eight. The two of you notice that there is a statue near the center of the market. Like, think of a circular market, and in the center looks to be a statue of four individuals. One of them with a sword up in the air. The other two, shield on one side, arrow on the other side, and what appears to be a stocky person, like a person crouching down doing this with palms stretched out in a sort of, ooh, spooky scary. <laughs> arms stretched out all uh, crouching tiger stuff on the bottom. You all see that the person on the top looks to have the same you, Carl, mm-hmm. as you're looking at it. Looks to look uncannily has the same body and physique of uh, Abaddon. What? You notice it as well. Armor, 
body height, but interestingly enough, no head on the top. What? what? Everyone's, all the other statues have heads affixed to them, and they all look humanoid, elvish a little bit, some of them human, but the one person missing a head on the statue, it looks, has the same body and make and model as you. And the statue looks worn and wetter from being under the sun, wind, salt spray, everything. There's a lot of bird poop on it. Yeah. But it still looks <laughs> a little bit like you. And oh, has no. your bearing as well. Oh. Go back to you. Wow. Oh, <laughs> well, I imagine at this point, Sailor's just like hugging them and crying and just feeling a lot of things. We're so good to see you today. Mm. We do it all again. Just to be with you. And we are so glad that you're here. Aww. Oh, Dad. You've grown up. Have you been eating? You look, you look like you haven't been eating. Oh, I've been eating. <laughs> it's fine. I, I've been able to take care of myself. Your mom starts laughing a little bit, and then you hear a rattling. Like, <laughs> oh, no. Come on. It's okay, dear. It's okay. What's wrong? Your mom's very sick. She's been sick for a long time. This is not a good place for a psychic awakening. The dry air doesn't do well for our lungs. Well, why don't we leave? Why don't you leave? Well, I'll show you something. Underneath the folds of their, like one of their fur, you'll see them kind of produce a collar. Underneath. So, we have a contract for them. Gallon Primewater is being very kind to us. But we have to be helping out with the fisheries. We help wrangle with the fish and make sure that they don't go into, they call them these cursed schools. You've seen them coming in, maybe? I think so. Some of the fish seem to be a little bit more fell than the rest. Mm. Rotten fish to the core. Mm -hmm. And they seem to scream on their food. Reno is plus 775 to hit on KWNKLP 97.7 FM Reno Weekly, where we are hip deep in saltwater adventure and daring do. We make a point of, uh, we scout ahead for the fishermen and we tell them which spots to avoid every day's moot. Mm -hmm. He calls it the day's moot. He tells you that every morning there is a sweet spot for when the fish are biting. It's about 5 to 6 in the morning. Mm -hmm. But uh, they rely on the entire selfie clan to pinpoint where the good fish are. Wow. But uh, we can't quite leave with these. It hurts to go past the water. One of your cousins tried to. Um, he'll point towards an island near the end of the bay. And what happened? It causes a shock. Prime Water is a generous man, but he doesn't want to. Uh, he's acting on a good deal of trust and faith that we won't book a runaway. Mm. Well, can you take the colors off? That's your cousin. Where where are the others? They're probably out doing their work right now. Mm. And some of them stay a little bit longer. There's nothing to stop them. Mm -hmm. Let me take a good look at you. Oh. You've grown up. Oh. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm sorry we weren't there for you. And you see them just start to cry. Oh. Oh, I hug them really hard. It is warm to the touch. It is nice to feel another selfie. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to feel that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. 
Wait, how did you get here? And who are your friends? Oh, uh... And what is that? (laughs) 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 This is... This is my son? Sort of. And who is the lucky Sophie? (laughs) Uh... He goes from sweet to... (laughs) (laughs) Shotgun. Shotgun. (laughs) So, I mean, more than anything, we've picked him up. And I've been taking care of him along with um, Lyrian over here, who is a sea witch. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, water <laughs> oh, died over that, but sure, throw it out there. <laughs> sorry, have it. Watch, watch. Stop. Uh, s- s- sorry, that's my own little nickname for her. Uh, she's a water Ganassi. We can see that. We are kind to meet. We are delighted to meet one of your kind. The Ganassi are always delightful to talk with. Good stories. <laughs> Not her so much. Oh. You can roll me uh, Actually, are you just doing that? Literally, like, they're having a conversation right here? Not so much. <laughs> Not so much her. So she's... you hear it. You don't have to roll. <laughs> she's not a great conversationalist. <sighs> Disagree. <laughs> but it might be because she doesn't like me. <laughs> she doesn't like many people. <laughs> have you shown them your... Thin. And he kind of does this like half yeah. a little bit. Yeah, sure. Thin. Down on the belly. Uh huh. Yes. They're literally talking right in front of you. You know I'm right here. <laughs> uh, excuse me. The, the pleasure's mine. Uh, I see. Um, your, your parents' names are. Uh. Yeah, putting you on the spot. Oh. Okay. Sure. Um. <laughs> let's do. Fergus. Love it. Yes. Fergus. <laughs> That's a mom. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that would be wonderful. And Penelope. Fergus and Penelope. The proud parents of Sarah. She is a cleric. Yes. Um, you have a very talented daughter. She was quite courageous. Oh, wow. She's actually complimenting me. Shut okay, up. I take back the mean things I said. Don't get used to it. <laughs> Where's um, my compliment? Let's go switch back to you yeah, guys get real mine. quick. <laughs> you see a bunch of kids are just, uh, like a bunch of kids, latchkey kids, mm-hmm. are just playing around it, kind of drawing on chalk underneath it. And uh, you see people kind of sitting around it, talking a little bit. Two people are sitting on it as well, just eating a sandwich mm-hmm. underneath the statue. It's about, uh, let's say, eight feet tall. Mm-hmm. It's on a pedestal. Stone one, really warm stone. Um, if it's safe to say, if it's safe to say um, he is not used to his head. He has his hood on and a thaumaturgy illusion. Sure. Mm-hmm. And he'll go People over. People are not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just a description. I don't, he doesn't like his new head yet. Why not? Because it doesn't feel right. Okay. And... It doesn't feel left either. Uh, <laughs> does he have the emotion? He does have emotion. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. What? Is he capable of feeling that? Yes, I would say. He he knows when it's not right. Teehee. <laughs> Teehee. He had emotions before, yeah, was that? No, 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 I know. You I see, mean... he, she's saying... Is the other entity overriding his oh. actual? It doesn't feel right yeah. emotions or not. Is is the entity influence? You're hearing no influence right. You're feeling no okay. influence right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
as you're walking on to, are you going in the dwarf carbuncle? Mm-hmm. So two of you may roll me an investigation as you approach this thing. I grabbed the pencil from some guy. Hey, you gotta pay for that. What the heck? <laughs> Never mind. Does it have a nameplate? Oh, yeah. Fifteen. Frank, you're looking too? Mm-hmm. You guys are looking and you see a nameplate. Worn entirely. As you're going on it, it was actually facing towards the ocean side, mm-hmm. and you see that the salt spray has given it a green tint over time. And if you were to put your hand against it, it's pretty much indistinguishable bleeding of metal to the plaque, metal to mm-hmm. the plaque. Mm-hmm. So effectively, you just think of just uh, glue, ah, mozzarella sticks that have been melted and placed on <laughs> a plate sideways, and it's just drooping. Yeah. Boom. Beautiful. That is a delicious metaphor. Delicious. That is a delicious metaphor. That's is it Dilucius? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also you hear a bang and a shove and a person being thrown out of a building a little bit ways away. Jeez. What's Cash on here. I, was, I asked one of the people there, what's this statue of? What's this? <laughs> you say that? Yeah. I'm like, hey, you. So now they tap one of the kids. With the flare? Yeah. This way. Uh, the person who steps out of the building, <laughs> as you say that, a person steps out of the building a little bit far away where you hear the bang. Um, as you're looking towards, if you're listening, you're sure. there, you see on that building two big old, uh, what do you call it, picks, pickaxes on top. And this woman steps out about the size of a, it's a dwarf. Mm-hmm. The size of a dwarf. <laughs> because it's dwarf. Um, it's a lady with uh, gray streaks of hair, red copper lock hair that kind of looks Wendy's style with that sort of bun. Big old forearms and what looks to be a blacksmith dress with the lead um, lead apron above them mm-hmm. and gray sleeves that have been pulled up all the way to their shoulders and black boots. You say that as soon as you say that, you hear a voice. It's a statue of <laughs> heroes to Salt Marsh. Their names? No one knows. Did you check the plaque? Can't yeah. read them. <laughs> And you see them kind of walk back into the building. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's helpful. Great. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's I, I looked at the people that did not answer me. Thanks. Roll me a charisma with disadvantage. You're a talking snail. Talking snail. With charisma with disadvantage? Yeah. That's okay. Okay. With disadvantage, it's a 17. Pause <laughs> oh hey. uh, real quick. I want to show a picture. Real quick, yeah. Seventeen and a nat twenty. So oh my that, god! What? That's, good. that's awesome. Uh, welcome People to the snail. No, you're amazing. I, I have to go. Uh, Oops, I sorry, pause it real quick. I just played this with those chat. I'll pause. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good job, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. Okay. So it's a group of five individuals, one who looks to be a dwarf, and they are holding what looks like a pitchfork-style trident. And to their left, there is a heavily armored person with white hair, and they seem to have a spear. And there's directly behind them is a woman with long red hair, and what looks like to be like a Valkyrie um, ornament on their head, with a spear as well. And then in the middle, who is stands to be the tallest, just to their right, is a person with what looks to be war paint on their face and pulled back red hair, or yeah, hair, yeah. And then what looks to be like a lance, halberd style weapon. Perfect. And if you can show the picture one more time to everyone. And there's also a fifth person. 
<laughs> yeah, that's fine. There's actually five people there. The the person at the bottom, does that look similar to the person that came out with the hammer? Oh, no. No, no. At this point in time, when you ask that question, Carl Bunkle, and we're going to go back to you, Sale. Sorry, we're switching back and forth. This person, this kiddo, will walk up to you and say, um, excuse me, Mr. Snail? Yeah. You are listening to Plus 775 to Hit, Reno, Nevada's local Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Join us for more adventures at KWNKLP 97.7 FM on every Sunday. <laughs> um, that group actually is... I found it. It took some time. I don't know why I even bothered to say that. Because I just lost it. Ah! I believe they're called the All In Know Nothings. What? All In Know Nothings. Do you know their oh. names? Um, I, I've had a, I've delved into the history of this town a little mm-hmm. bit, and uh, seeing as I'm a counselor, but uh, the, the person behind them is still watching. But yeah, they, apparently 500, 600 years ago, there used to be some heroes here mm-hmm. who vanquished a manticore mm-hmm. and helped. Um, this used to be a den for a manticore lair, mm-hmm. and they vanquished it. And because of that, people were able to settle this town. It was the one single place in all of the Amaranthian coast with fertile land for farming. Okay. Um, but I hope that helps, Mr. Snail. Do you know their names? Are there any more manticores? I, oh. <laughs> I don't believe so. I hope oh. not. I don't think our town would be ready for that. Okay. Sure. The manticore ratio is very high here. Oh, excuse me, I'm being very rude. Uh, Anders Salem. Oh, Carl. Carl. I've never met a snail before. I've never met an Andrew before. No, <laughs> That's actually kind of cute. That was cute. Uh, well, nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. You seem to kind of skip away. <laughs> no, wait, he didn't answer my question. Oh, sorry, what was your Gosh, question? Gosh, does he know his na- their names? Oh, he looks at you and say, um, sorry, mysterious man. I, mysterious man? I don't quite know. <laughs> Mysterious antagonist. I'm sorry, mysterious protagonist. Oh. I don't no know. antagonist. Get it right. Mysterious <laughs> anime antagonist. I'm no. Sorry, mysterious <laughs> anime antagonist. Oh my god, it just gets longer and longer every time. Kick your butt. I'm sorry, Mister Mis- <laughs> Mister Mysterious anime antagonist, who this whole story revolves around. No. Swear to God. And your sidekicks. <laughs> yeah, you're all sidekicks and now. I'm really offended, even though I'm not there. Yeah, you're, you're 20 feet away. Yeah. You look right at him. <laughs> but, uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm but yeah, um, their names were lost in history, but they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. And he skips away. As he said, yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Alright, back to you. Kiro, are you going to stay with us? Uh, well... I'd like to spend time with you and see the others, but I'm oh. sort of with m- my friends trying to figure out what's going on. When you heard the bang, you see him wince a little bit, and he says, Oh, they're always trying to take more recruits in for that guild. Which guild? It's a bunch of um, miners from Adam Adak have come over. They're trying to go into the Bon Mott's mountains. Apparently they found some really good stuff down there. They keep saying Arkana or something like that. Oh. A lot of people are coming into town now. I think the sleepy village is going to change soon. But mm. no sweat off our backs. I'm just glad to see you, sweet pea. Anchovy. Sweet pea anchovy. Sweet pea anchovy. Remember that song we used to sing for you? Sweet pea anchovies. We mash them right up real good. And we feed them in the belly. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I love that song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in character. <laughs> <laughs> in character. What? What? <laughs> Lots of big people are coming in here. Lots of big people? Yeah, Doins are representatives. Uh, Tiger Stepberry is here. She's the head of all of the Doins for this part of the coast. Yeah. Um, we have a curious little creature with these big old forehead and bob haircut. Keeps throwing them around All as right. well. What? So there's this man, Porker. He set up for two. Big name back in Redville. Apparently he's here representing his dad's interest. We've run into Hart, uh, the Horker family before. Oh? We had some pretty bad run-ins. What do you mean, did I? Well, um... They are a threat to us. A threat? The family? Well, if uh, the son is representing the father, then I can only assume the whole family is not on our side. A third son. Right. You think Mm -hmm. that there might be a third one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You hear that when you're... uh... Yeah. Marion, are you okay? Where have you come from? Where were you right. in the ocean? What island were you in? Were you in Bay Bowl? We were at Rook and Cranny Rock. What were you doing over there? That's where you were? We passed by that place so many times. You see him start to kick himself. No, no, no. There was a settlement. Um, really? Yeah, they they didn't really welcome many <laughs> Actually, yeah, it was a hard process for us to be in- included and initiated into the community. So, uh, if they didn't want you to find them, you wouldn't have. So you couldn't blame yourself for that. Oh, your mom. You see him take his hand and put his hand on her. Your mom was so worried that you got pulled into one of them snail games. <laughs> Actually, uh. What do you mean? No, tell me. You don't have a tattoo. No. I I have a friend with me who um has some experience with the snail gangs. Uh this is Carl Bunkel. We're back here now. <laughs> and you see them turn you don't make eye contact with them. You oh. can't look at their eyes. We talk to you but well, no, I know, and I understand it, but this Again. is not Carl. Carl is good, and he's saved me. They haven't eaten well, me. it's been five years. I think she's okay. Grandma! Hey. You hear them speaking awkward, Carl. Hi. You see them trying to... You may roll me an insight check. They're not doing a good job. Oh, that's a good one. Eighteen. You see him kind of doing this a little bit, trying to look for a certain thing. <laughs> you think you're stuck. <laughs> you're tattooed. Oh my god. No worries here. No. You guys were, they were speaking in Auckland? No, yeah, pure Auckland. Okay. Yeah, everyone's ever walking around you, just giving you the time of day. Okay. People are freaking out, obviously. But, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do besides Wait, this little rat gig has nothing on me? I am the apex. I'm without. They look at you and then they look at you. And they go, By the way, I saw the statue of the Tia Marker thingy 
guys. Do you know what those statues are? Also, hello. Oh, this is Abaddon. Hello. Uh, Abaddon, this is my dad. Oh, good to meet you. Good to meet you, too. Uh, Carl? Uh-huh. Hi, uh, Fergus. Penelope. Penelope, okay. Um, he was, he was no, no, uh, Carl. Sorry, what did you just say? Penelope. No. Penelope. No, 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 no. no. Have, have you never heard that name before? Penelope. Oh. Penelope fruit. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, backpack, it's Penelope. Let's try harder. Penelope. Penny. Penny. Penelope. Oh, no. Penelope. Okay, that's that's okay. I'll accept it. Um, who wants your question? So I have no idea. Okay. That's been here before we arrived here. Um, at that, you'll see him start to go, ah, I believe Mr. Primewater is coming up behind us. Interesting. You know, some of the fishermen behind him as well. Um, you were here, and then we're like, oh, there they are, Mr. Primewater. They're the ones who saved us. You can tell because freaky deaky bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> I do have my cord cop pipe in my Friends, I hear I have you to thank for uh, saving some of my crew. Gellin Primewater, Councilman of the Salt Marsh. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Hello. It is the middle of Gebgemat. Uh, I understand that you gave to me, so I think I should do right by you and give to you. I'm hosting a little soiree tonight at my home. I would like to invite you all and give you a proper welcome here. I hope you will stay in the South Marsh. You are the leader of this area? No, no, no. Romain and Anyone can come Uh, easy. Oh, that's sort of carefree quality about them. Easily holding onto their scabbard. You are listening to Plus 775 to Hit, a local Dungeons & Dragons radio show on Reno, Nevada's KWNKLP 97.7 FM. Stay tuned to see what's in store for these adventurers. Anyone with a this one will actually require a fifteen or higher. Twenty. Brilliant. Net. Dope. You saw as soon as you asked that question, that easy, carefree smile. As soon as you asked that, you, for half a second, it break off into a like a Cheshire grin, almost impulsively. Oh. Like uh, like a reflex almost. As soon as you say, "Are you in charge of this town?" You know, uh-huh. But it quickly it quickly goes back into a regular sort of easy, carefree chat. And it says, "No, no, I am a one of the councilmen here. There's three of us: uh, Anders, Anders Salom, Edda Allen, and myself. But we are thinking of expanding to a fourth councilman because the town is not expanding. Salt Marsh is the future, and huh. I'm excited to see it. But please, I do hope, uh, please, uh, my I believe they were offering you fish, but I would hate to think you'd spoil your appetite. How about you join me in my home now, three hours? Okay, that won't spoil my appetite. We can do both. Nothing spoils He can eat so much. Oh, what else now? You seem to start to speak in perfect often. Uh, click a clap. Uh, click clap. 
a quick clap. He actually does a very polite thing, and you see him doing this with his fingers, as he's saying, listen to this. Wiggling his fingers? speaking flail? A very specific patois of uh, flail stealing. A quick clap. Uh, he's asking, how are you? How's your journey? Yeah. I understand that you are on your migration path. Clackety click, 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 clack, clack. Clackety click, click. Oh, click, 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 clack. Click, 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 uh, he looks at you. Uh, he responds in time. Uh, I think we should resume our conversation in the cover of darkness. Right, yes. He looks at you and says, uh, Welcome to the Salt Marsh. <laughs> but yes, my address, we'll pass it on to you. And yeah, what do you want to do? As you know, Well, I think we might all need to sort and, of oh, gather actually, ourselves. Sorry, last thing your parents say. Oh, Mr. Primewater, it's good to see you. Says, Glad to see you too, my two stuffy friends. Uh, the catch I heard was a bit uh, abominable today, but we'll do better next time, won't we? Uh, see them soon. Yes, Mr. Primewater, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me show you. Um, this. Actually, never mind. Right, you are in the market. So we're fairly this whole town was founded on a manticore layer. A manticore layer? And a man that looks like me. Yeah. No, no, no. It, it, it's part of the Tia Martyr statue thing. It's like the, oh. the big five headed centaur oh, humanoid yeah. thing that comes out and brings law to the land. Have you ever heard of that story? No. I most of my stories are <laughs> water based. <laughs> yeah. This is they're they're literally fish out of water right now. Yeah, this is sorry. this may not be my my uh, turf. Huh. So so sorry. What can you tell us about it? Oh, okay. so um, legend has it this uh, creature like the whole land was covered in chaos and monsters everywhere, and this creature of law and order was like represented by like, the five dun, dun. truths or something. They all formed into like this Taurus type of creature with like a dragonish body, and they had the heads were actually targets, like a hu- couple humanoid, different little races, like elf and dwarf and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it went across the land, defeating the monsters so the humans could settle. Wow. Let's go around. Thank you for that wonderful explanation. Um, we're gonna. I want to know what you're going to all do before we transition to the next scene. But yeah, what are you all doing here? Where? Can I clarify before I forget? Um, the workers are already there, or they're... On their way. If you press some more questions, they'll say that they actually have been here in town for some time. Pretty big retinue of guards. I've never seen it before. They have 150 troops mingling around town. I vote. And he looks at you, kiddo. If you've got something bad with them, please don't let them see you. I vote that we change gameplay style to Assassin's Creed. And start taking care of business. <laughs> she's, she's fine. Really. I mean, I don't know. It's weird for the Blue Crown to have a representative here. But I've seen the Dornville representative. They don't all too happy with the whole thing. Mm. Why do you think that is? You know these drug lawyers. They have politics. Mm. You know, money. It's always the same thing with them. Mm. If only they realized that there's so much fish in the sea that they could eat. <laughs> no. Gold. Mm-hmm. No use for us, selfie. Mm. Um. So I'm gonna 
head down towards like the market uh, with backpack and be like, hmm, backpack. Guys, all this, pretty good. Sorry, people are giving you a wise word. Someone, there was a kid who was licking a lollipop and looks at you, drops their lollipop, and runs away. Mm-hmm. It's like the RV question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They run away, and we, finally, while you guys are walking. Oh, oh, no. No, 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 no. I look at you. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Initiative. Mm-hmm. Initiative? <laughs> Who's going to get the lollipop? Oh, my God. Thirteen. Sixteen. Oh! Yeah. He goes right towards and I just start mocking it like, right out of his there, way. A foot, like you get up there, a foot steps on it. And <gasps> when you look above you, you see this person. Oh, God. Nope, nope, not today. Oh, nope. that seem- A gruff voice. They look like they have a fur coat about them, leather uh, gauntlets. Uh, look a little bit like Thor, actually. Looking at straggled hair, blonde. They're looking at you. All right. Not today. It's too early for this. Do we for food? Um, he responds, we talk. <laughs> wow. You do too. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright. Nope, nope, not, nope. I don't get nearly paid enough for this. Not today, Satan. Where are your papers? <laughs> this guy looks to be, um, he looks to have uh, several reeds on his person, like a lapel. I belch and a bunch of papers come out of my mouth. Oh my gosh, where are your papers? <sighs> you see him motion to a soldier, pick that up, and you see one going. <laughs> and they uh-uh. pick it up with their leather glove and put it as far away <laughs> as they can. And you see them ruffling through it. What's your names? Carl. Carl. I have a lot more German books in my soul. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Points to this creature. Uh, it's my backpack. Right, my I need to know one thing and one thing only. And this he's putting a sword to. Are you going to cause trouble in this town? No. <laughs> is this thing going to cause trouble in this town? Uh. <laughs> Thank you for making my job easy. So you got the party tonight? Yeah, he looks at you and says, what party? Oh, I'm sorry. I guess you weren't invited. Oh, Carl! Oh, Throwing down the shade! Oh, my God! Oh, snail I shade! Just, I just see him take off this little white covering right off his snail. <laughs> Slap him across the face and throw it on the ground. Of course, he's taking another bite. Oh, I see you weren't invited. At this point, he'll actually get up to your stocks, like right there in the face, and you feel the breath on it. And just, I know you're kind. Play us now. You come into our town, eat all our stuff, leave. Wait for the next season. But here's the deal you cause any trouble in this town, I'm gonna win on you. Capiche? <laughs> I'm not afraid of your time. <laughs> Just looking at him like... And he walks away. Right. And you'll see them kind of he snaps his fingers and he produces a paper for you. <coughs> and he looks back like it's just pamphlets. <laughs> Down! <laughs> <laughs> um, you'll hear... Um, you all saw that, I think, a little bit away. Just, just looking at him as he's going away like... I look at the leftovers of the lollipop. Sad. Aww. Sad at the loss of the candy. He'll lean into you and he'll say, that's Elmi under Fireborn. He's the warden of the town. A bit of a hard talk. But, uh... Fireborn? Yeah, does right by the people. Mm. Who is he appointed by? By right means he does right by not getting in the water and saving kids. (laughs) Oh, another snail shade. He's actually a representative of the Blue Crown. Self-appointed by the blue crown. 
Some people don't like the idea that uh, he's acting extra extra jurisdiction, mm-hmm. like he's circumvented the power of the council here. Mm-hmm. But he has the entire militia under his belt. 